The Hokanui Breakfast Show with Connor Kitto podcast. And this week is Tawiki Otirio Māori, Māori Language Week. And it can be quite tough for us to kind of, especially down here in the South, maybe especially if we've grown up around a particularly European background, to embrace the language and get the pronunciation and contextual placement of the words right. So to give us some tips and tricks and a bit of a hand, the Hits Drive Show host Stacey Morrison's on the phone now. Morning, Stacey. Morena, how are you? Doing really well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Can you give us a wee bit of a background to your connection with Te Reo Māori and the Māori culture in general? Okay, so I grew up in Christchurch, I know what you mean, uh, around what we hear and then what becomes normal for us. I didn't speak Māori at all. Uh, my second language was actually Japanese. Oh. And so that was as an exchange student that I learned and that was my inspiration because I'd avoided learning Māori. I was scared of it, actually. Uh, yeah, because yeah. My queer, my grandmother, who just passed actually just before lockdown, uh, she was 89. And wow. she grew up in a really different way, um, born in 1930. And I don't know if you've ever heard the term penny divers for people in uh, Rotorua. And so the tourists would throw pennies and then the kids would get them and dive for them. Oh. out of the river, and that became the nickname for the Māori Battalion who came from that area, Penny Divers. And so that was her life growing up, and Māori language was her language that she'd used most of the time, but it had never come to me. Then my dad's 65 now, and it's kind of that story that, uh, you know, in urban Christchurch, it wasn't something that was prioritised, and it had been kind of taken out of the whānau, really, right. uh, apart yep. from my grandmother, who was really fortunate uh, that we still had that thread, and she taught actually on the west coast as well. Uh, she taught in Christchurch, but I'd never learned, so it was mm. something I came to as an adult. And I really wanted, uh, after learning Japanese, to be able to speak my own language. And I'd have to say, Japanese was easier for me than Maori. <laughs> it's an amazing connection, actually. The family, the whole Fano connection there is really incredible. But not everyone has that. So, have you got some, I guess, tips and tricks for someone who just wants to start off and include the occasional Maori word into their everyday vocabulary? Sure. And it is as simple as R, E, E, O, U, which yeah. most people know, and it never changes. It's just that sometimes it will be paired with a consonant that so sounds a little bit different. But if you think about uh, R, E, E, O, U, and then it becomes Ha, He, He, Ho, Hu, Ka, you know, and all of so the, on, yeah. the consonants basically just pull it along. But yeah. um, I guess one of the things you can say is morena, which is just influenced by morning. And you'll hear people say that quite a lot. And it just means, you know, good morning. Yeah. How are you? And then you'll probably hear people say quite a lot, they're mm. going a level up here. And that is, <laughs> how are you? So if I say to you, and you say, I'd say, pai, wouldn't I? Yes, you were. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. And so that's just like, okay, and it's just like in English when you say to someone, how are you? Even if they're not really okay, they still say, okay. <laughs> right, yeah, so good to see some things don't change in other languages no. as well. <laughs> so why has this become such a significant week, I guess, in New Zealand history? And why should it be such a significant week? Uh, there's actually something I was just watching on, on TV on breakfast uh, that, is kind of looking at the history that it was very much uh, sort of actively taken a you know taken away. It wasn't something that was allowed in schools, and so then it's been actually 
just over 40 years since it's become an official language. So those are the things right. that are different. And having a Māori language week, I mean, we have official weeks for other languages as well, just means that we can have a focus um, on what we can do as a country because it's not just Māori who are speaking Māori. It's really interesting to me uh, when we want to express things that are quite heartfelt, say when we say kia kaha during mm. the the terrorist attacks in, in Christchurch, it's Māori that we lean on. Yeah. And so, you know, it has a, a, a different meaning, right, and a different um, energy to it. To talk about aroha is not only love, but it's also compassion. And so it's just, I guess, an opportunity for us to have these conversations because sometimes in other weeks people you know, don't want to have those conversations. So even if it just sparks a little thought and you go, oh, wow, I thought aroha only meant love, but it actually means compassion as well, then it's an opportunity we can take. And it's also when we release books and apps and all of those things, you go, oh, yeah, that's the rollout week. <laughs> Stacey Morrison there, thank you so much for your time this morning. I wish we could talk more about this, but we have to keep moving on. Kia pai tora. Kia ora, thank you. The Hokanui Breakfast with Connor Kitto Podcast.